Hello, this is Gillian Tully from Film Expo South covering a podcast with Raymond Allen. Now, Raymond Allen is a successful writer of comedies such as Some Mothers Do Have Them. Hello there, Raymond. Hello, Jill. And how are you today? Fine, thank you. Yeah, good. Well, I must say, Ray, I am a very big fan of Some Mothers Do Have Them. So how did you come up with the character? Well, it was just... um. I'd, I'd been writing for about 16 years before I'd sold anything. So I, it was just a succession of characters that I got through, and I just happened on this one. And there was something about him. It's sort of, it actually started out... Um, Betty was supposed to be the leading character in the script. Really? Because Because I was desperate to get into television... And I'd read somewhere people were complaining there was no, there were no parts for women, leading ladies in comedy. It was all men. And it's, I thought, still well, complaining, a... Ray. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought what I'd do is I'll write a comedy with a leading lady, that the leading character is a woman. And so I wrote about Frank and Betty. And in the original draft, Frank didn't say anything. It was Betty with all the jokes. And then as I kept rewriting it, it, it suddenly, Frank just took over and he just grew and grew and eventually it ended up with with Frank totally taking over the thing and Betty was the um, the wife, you know, the adoring wife. And it, it, some characters are like that, you know, yeah. they just grow on you and they become so real. Mm. Um, so when, when did you start, when did, when you first came up with the idea... From the time you came up with the idea to the time it was picked up by the um, the TV stations, how long was that? I was writing it in 1970, uh-huh. um, but I'd, because it hadn't been commissioned, because um, I just kept rewriting it and rewriting it. I did about eight drafts, I think, and then eventually um, I sent it to the BBC, I think, in, in, early 71 and then they asked me if I'd write six more episodes and then I thought well this is great you know I'm in but then when I'd finished it when they had seven episodes no one actually they decided it really wasn't that funny after all no <laughs> and it just um and there was a change of management um Michael Mills was head of comedy when I sent it in and he he really liked the script and then he left to to start producing stuff and and then no no one seemed to like it because it's not i was um quite depressed when i i was in a bad situation when i wrote it because i was 31 mm-hmm. and i i was working as a as a cleaner had no money no hope you know and at 16 years of rejection so it was quite a frank i think came over as quite a desperate character you know <laughs> yeah. quite a sad character and there were no jokes in it of course I don't. And, I don't um, think. I don't think people realise how long it can actually take somebody to become successful in this business, do they? Because it does yeah. take a long time. And then it was in a in a desk for about two years. No one. They kept sending it to people, and they all turned it down. Norman Wisdom. He was the first choice, and he said he liked the character. He said, "I suppose he puts the funny lines in later." <laughs> and this is why I always think it's a. A bad thing. Some people sort of, um, you know, they see a comedy on television and they think, well, that's the sort of thing the audience like. I'll write something like that. 
but they don't realize that it'll probably take, even if someone buys it, it'll probably be a couple of years, you know, before it's made. And by that time, you know, there's a, their, their fashions will have changed. Because I was told, after I'd written my script, I was told that domestic comedy wasn't in fashion anymore. I never thought of it being fashionable, really. So how um, do, how do you get um, how do you go about getting past gatekeepers, you know? So how did you manage to? Pick it's very your... difficult. You have to because especially with comedy, to get anywhere, you, your your script has to be read by someone, you know, who finds it funny, and so you That's just have true. to keep sending it in, uh, sending stuff in as much as possible, um, and it does. I didn't have an agent when I broke in. And I think you'd, you'd probably need one today anyway. Um, yeah. But you just have to keep trying. I mean, I had the most awful, all these rejections. But you've got to realise, you know, every time you have a rejection, it's just one person's opinion. And it's one step closer. And then it's, and then again, it was like casting it. No one, no one found Frank Spencer funny. No one wanted to produce it. And eventually, luckily, um, Michael Crawford liked it. <laughs> Now that's going to because, take that's going to take me on to the next question actually. So, um, what impact does performance have on the final script? Did you see your what you'd written was for Frank, or did Frank change? Did Michael Crawford change Frank quite a bit, or or not? He was very close to the character I'd imagined, but he brought so much to him uh, to it himself. And I think I, I think any. Any show stands or falls really on the leading man or leading lady. When once I'd seen, of course, all the shows were recorded in front of a, a live audience, and once I'd seen Michael, you you then sort of start to pick on the things that are getting laughs, you know. And he brought so much to it himself. But but the been the big thing was he did the stunts. Oh yeah, because yeah. everything everything I wrote was perfectly safe, and then Michael would extend it which is i thought he was mad but he was wonderful you know that he he was prepared to do that but it was at the right it was at a time when there wasn't really any health and safety you know you wouldn't get away with it today and yeah no it's spoiled the fun hasn't it's health and safety really has <laughs> so how do you think how adventurous can a writer's thinking be when writing a script i think they can just follow their imagination do what they like really I think there's a just the world's their oyster. I don't think there's any limit. Yeah, right. Well, you are actually going to be at Film Expo South as well, Ray, and you're going to be covering a talk on script writing. So, are you looking forward to coming along? Yes, but I, I hope it goes all right. I feel a bit. There seems to be so much of it is is concentrating on films, isn't it? Oh, film, TV, you'll 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 love it. You, I'm sure you'll have a great time. Okay, thanks, okay. thanks ever so much, Shirley. Lovely to talk to you again. And lovely to talk to you. You take care. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.